tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. All right, we're back for 2022. Uh, today we're going to have the season preview. It's been a while. We had a, uh, took a little a little break towards the end of the season. There it felt good. Blake, how you feeling? Nice little break. Uh, feel refreshed. Uh, ready for uh, ready for golf to be back now. I know we got a week, man, maybe two three weeks till real golf. I know that TOC isn't a full field, obviously, but we're back to uh, back to where we need to be. I'm sick of just betting on football. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, uh, football season's a definitely a grind. Um, and golf is too. We definitely needed the break, but now that it's, you know, over, I'm definitely ready. Uh, excited for the season. I think there's a lot of good storylines, a lot of good stuff going on. I think golf's in a great place. So, uh, looking forward to talking about kind of what our expectations are for the season, some predictions and kind of just shooting the shit about, uh, the 2022 season. Yep. Yep. Looking forward to this. Um, I guess first, I mean, we did have, we have had some golf, um, some of these shit tournaments. And then we obviously had the probably the best tournament in a while with, uh, at the, at the PNC with Tiger and Charlie, that was some electric stuff. Yeah. That's a good place to start. I, um, it gets a lot of people talking anytime Tiger's involved and now even Charlie's involved, it's going to get, Every, the whole world talking about golf, which is always a good thing. You know, more eyes on the sport, the better. Um, and you saw the benefits of that this year with a, a lot of prize pools being increased and the schedule looks really good and guys are playing in more events. I just think overall golf's in a really good spot. Um, and we've got a lot of eyes on the sport last week or two weeks ago with Tiger and Charlie. What, were you, what was your initial reaction to that? Did you see that uh, they got more their ratings were like as good as the opens ratings or something like that. Yeah. Crazy. Not surprised though, to be honest. <laughs> it's crazy. Just, it's still crazy. Even at age 45 tigers, just the only guy that truly, truly matters. <laughs> Moves the needle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but obviously, yeah. I mean, big cat looked good. Ball striking wise. I mean, obviously him walking is not there yet. Obviously he's, Still can't really walk golf courses at this point. He's obviously in a cart. Saw some grimaces from him, and then uh, Charlie. I mean, it seems to, seems like he has that it factor. You know what I mean? He does. I I saw something that said, I think you sent it to me actually about he's like the hundred ranked 12, 12 year old in the world. That obviously doesn't matter right now. I mean, his finishes in tournaments and junior tournaments and stuff is it's great, but it's not what's important. I think what's important at twelve years old is his swing and his swing is, you know, technically flawless. You see a lot of guys talk about how good his swing is um, and it's great. And obviously he's going to get better. He plays with Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas on a weekly basis. He's going to get better and better every day. His swing looks good. And he probably hasn't even hit pu- puberty yet. He definitely hasn't. He definitely hasn't. He's a little cocky fuck too. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, it's probably hard not to be with uh, Tiger as your dad. Yeah. Um, what would you think of Tiger, though, overall? I thought he looked good. I, I thought he he had a lot of good shots. Um, the grimacing was, yeah, I, I guess, a little concerning if you're talking about him actually gearing it up and playing in a real tournament. But I think that's kind of what we're going to get from Tiger from now for the rest of his career. He's going to be grimacing. And yeah, I don't think you can panic every single time because he's not going to pull out unless it's a serious reason. 
And I think he's accepted that he's going to be in pain for the rest of his career. And he can temper the expectations all he wants, but that's, this is who Tiger is. It's the only thing he knows in his life is competition and, and going out there and competing and playing golf. Like he's never going to be able to turn that off. He can pretend that he will be able to, but he won't. If he's physically able to go out there and play, he's going to play. He's going to play more than five events. Like he said, he's going to uh, go on in, over the next five years. If he can do it, he's going to. Think he's just fucking with everybody. I think it's not fucking with everybody. I think he really truly means it right now because, because he want, doesn't want to put expectations too high in himself. I just think he's trying to temper expectations, not for everybody else, but for himself. So he doesn't get too disappointed or depressed if things don't go the way he wants it to. But I do think in the back of his mind, he knows they're going to go okay because they always have. He's always bounced back from these types of things. Um, this was a serious injury, but I don't think it's any more serious than his back was. I know he's older now, but he's going to find a way to compete. Is he going to win? Yes. When? Uh, I think he, he can compete this year. So how many golf tournaments is he playing this year? Seven. Seven. And you, we see him at Augusta? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We see him before Augusta? No. So maybe, Augusta's where he starts. I think so. Maybe a tune-up, but I think that's mostly where he starts. I mean, you and I have been on this for the long time. I think right at, pretty soon after his injury, you and I both said he's going to play in the Masters in 2022. And a lot of people said that was a long shot, but I never for a second thought there was a chance he wasn't playing in it. Yeah. I mean, the, I, the back is more concerning to me. Overall. Yeah, it is. Do you remember after he won the Masters, the dude was a cripple? Yeah, and he was pretty terrible after that. He sold out to win. Yeah, I mean, that's what he has to do to win tournaments. I mean, he even said it. He's got he's to just gear up for two, three weeks, and then he's just toast after the tournament. Yeah, and, oh. but, the, but this is life. He's going to have to sacrifice, and he, I think he's accepted that he's going to sacrifice to try to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want him to get the all-time wins record. I don't think Jack's... 18 majors is in play anymore, but I want him to have that wins record alone. Cause he's the greatest winner in golf history by far. He'll get it. Um, my guy, John Daly said that he thinks Tiger's going to break the majors record. Yeah. I never take what John Daly says. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, uh, it's pretty funny. They, the Daly's won that event. And no one even n- knew they won. <laughs> Yeah, that, I thought that was a great part of it too. They look, they looked awesome. I love. Uh, I watched the interview recently with Daly. He's just embracing the booze right now and and cigarettes. He's like not even pretending to to be on the wagon anymore. I love it. He's just pounding vodka. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you get cancer, right? Yeah, I just you tell me have a fuck. Little John carried his ass day one. I didn't. I I only saw like highlights of Tiger Day two. It was because it was Sunday and I was watching football, but. I didn't see much of the dailies day two. Uh, John senior played well on day two. He still wasn't making a, a lot of putts, but he was sticking some pro shots. He put a one like seven feet for Eagle um, 16. He put one from like one fifty to two feet. Uh, he was good. Nice. Love, love big John daily. Little John. I hope he gets on tour someday. I don't know what is he will ranking is or anything was he a freshman he's a freshman he didn't play that much for arkansas Um, he played in like one or two events but they had a very very good team um i think he definitely will be that caliber so just ending tiger i mean 
I think he play. Uh, does he play all four majors? Okay, so it's, so he's definitely playing St Andrews. He's definitely playing Augusta. Um, Brookline, I think yes. And where are we? Southern Hills. Yeah, I think he plays in all four. You? Mm-mm. No. They're too close together. I think he skips the U.S. Open because I don't like. I can't. I don't think he can win a U.S. Open anymore. Okay, that makes sense. I, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I de- he's definitely going to play St. Andrews. Is if if I could peg one major, he definitely plays at St. Andrews. One, it's in August, um, so he'll give him more time. Um, I know it could be a little colder, which is not good for his back, but he's one there. Obviously, it's his favorite course. He's definitely going to play St. Andrews. I believe he's going to play Augusta, and I would say he plays Southern Hills because he's one there as well. Um, <clears throat> As far as number of tournaments plays, I yeah, I'd say five to six this year. Yeah, that makes sense. And last thing about your point about St. Andrews, old guys win can win at St. Andrews. Oh yeah, yep. So, and it's an easy walk for him too. Flat. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so, um, all right. So the first question after the Tiger Charlie stuff we're going to talk about is who is twenty twenty two most important for? Right, it's not who's going to have the best years. Who needs to have a good year the most? All right, I wrote down a bunch of guys. I wrote down some top guys first, and then some lesser tier guys. And then I was scrolling down the world rankings list, and then I was like, "Fuck, this is the guy." <laughs> I'm a Shala. <laughs> yeah, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found on the world ranking list. But uh, yeah, he's he's number one. This is just. Who who else? Yeah, he needs it. He needs to have a good year. Um, is he capable of it? I don't know. Is he good at golf? I don't know. Um, for me, my guy who needs to have a twenty twenty a good twenty twenty two is Rory McIlroy. Um, yeah, so he, he was he was. I wrote down two top guns. He was one of them. So for me, it's just it's so important for him. He hasn't won a majors in eight years now. Um, we say this every year, it's important for him, but he really, really needs one. Uh, last year was kind of a shit show, just the way he, um, I guess, came off. I know a lot of people thought he came off pretty well. I thought he came off atrociously, and I know you did too, I think. The Ryder uh, Cup. <laughs> yeah, the Ryder, uh, he, he played poorly in long stretches. He had some wins, but he won with his B game. And then he goes to the Ryder Cup and plays absolutely horrendous. Fucking Eeyore. <laughs> and then cries about it. And cries about how bad he played, and everyone wanted to, you know, praise the guy, act like he's the greatest thing in the world. Because when he sucks, he cries about it. It, it yeah, it means a lot to him. Good, it means a lot to everybody. Play better, play better. Um, that's what he needs to do is play better. And if he doesn't step up, and he's what he's thirty three now, um, getting he's still in his prime. But you can't you can't be one of the greatest all time players and go eight nine years without winning a major. It's time, in, in, in terms of his legacy, it's time to step up and stop being a bitch and stop being a, a crybaby and go out and win fucking golf tournaments. So what if he wins four times but doesn't win a major? Then no, it's not a good year. He needs to win a major. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that he was one guy that I wrote down for the top gun. The other guy was Brooks. Yeah. I think it's a big year for him. Um, I think he's going to have a big year, too. Uh but he needs to, uh, I don't know, not be 15th in the world. Be where you belong. 
Yeah. I, top, I, top seven, eight, eight guy in the world. There's so many good players now, but if you're in the top seven, eight, that that's where he belongs. It does. This uh, another guy. Uh, Any who's your who's your other guy? I just wanted to go back to Ricky. I mean, you think he just sucks now, or do you think like this is like second year after the swing change? I feel like we got some. He was up and down towards the end of the season. We got some good results. Um, I I do feel like he cares. Oh yeah. I don't think he doesn't care. Like, he needs to were- relax on the commercials, obviously. But I feel like those are all recorded like way early in the year. Um, I agree that he cares, but you, then then there's the questions. Remember a couple of times last year he had chances to play his way into stuff and he didn't. I know he went to a qualifying event, but then like towards the end of the year he could have played in I forget what event it was and and climbed his way back into a, a respectable ranking, but he didn't play. So I do think he cares. I just think. And I don't think he sucks yet. I don't think we can say that yet. Um, but he's not young. He just, I agree with you. I think this, this is a huge year for him. I mean, if he sucks again this year, I think it's over. He sucks. But yeah, this is a massive year for him. I don't understand. Like, I, I get the Rory thing, but I just, it's like, Ricky's becoming irrelevant. Yeah, he really is becoming irrelevant. I agree. You're, you're probably right. It's probably the most important year for him. Um, with that being said, what, what do you expect from him? I think he's going to work his way back into the top 20 in the world. Um, win maybe once. I mean, he never was a, he's never a prolific winner, but I just want to see him contending. I think, I mean, he's, he's talented. He just needs, needs more consistency. I think he's going to, I think he's going to win. Florida swing. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Phoenix, maybe who knows? Yep. I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, he definitely is could have a bounce back here. Um, the other top guy I wrote down was JT. I think he had a disappointing season. Um, and he needs to – I think he knows he had a disappointing season, and he needs to figure it out. He also needs another major. He hasn't won one since 2017. It's his only one. It's a long time. I, I, uh, I wrote him down too. So I, I agree with you there. He needs a big year. He had a bad year last year, won the players, but pretty much that was it. And um, he kind of disappeared when the moments got big majors. I know he ha- he was in position on Saturday um, in a couple of them. And at Augusta. Got Augusta. Got Augusta. a couple times on 13. Yeah. I saw, he just I, does bizarre stuff sometimes. It's weird. And I never thought of him that way. I, I, I never thought of him as a loser, but he showed some loser tendencies in big moments, I think. That, and that's why this year is big for him. You got you to gotta shake that or else it becomes who you are. And it festers. Yep. So, um, I wrote down some lesser tier guys. I don't know if you want to uh, hit on them for two seconds. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's a big year for Fleetwood, kind of in the same category as Ricky, just not as popular as Ricky is. Um, Rose and Scott. I mean, what, what's their deal this year, you know? Huge. They're getting older, and the two, they're getting older. Um, Got to try to stay relevant, both of them. And then uh, I know we'll get into this guy later, but I think it's a big year for Matt Wolf. Pretty important year for Matt Wolf. Very big. You, know, you, you got Morikawa, Hovland. Morikawa obviously is the greatest thing since Tiger Woods. Um, these three guys came in together. Hovland won a couple times towards the end of the year. Wolf, um, he's got the talent with them. Um, I obviously don't think he's as good as those two, but 
he came in with them and I think it's a big year to, for him to respond to how well those two have played. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know I, I sent you different order, but I'm going to flip flop these real quick. Um, who do you, who is the player most likely to win their first major this year? I wrote Vic. I wrote Vic. I, I think that's going to be a popular one. Um, but for me, it's, it's Hovland. He he's going to win his first major this year and going piggybacking off what we we're just talking about and, you know, who, who needs a good year. I think he, not that he needs a major, but he needs something. I mean, Morikawa has two majors and I think he's close to as talented as him. Um, and he, he hasn't won shit. He's won three events, uh, Puerto Rico and Mayakoba twice. I, I won he, the other one. What's the other one? He won the, uh, what did he just win? Was not oh, the hero. Who's the hero? Okay, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> same idea. So he's winning these like resort island courses, and he's like with smaller or weaker fields. So I just yeah, he needs a um, premier signature. win. Yeah, yeah signature, signature win. win, like a memorial or it doesn't have to be a major memorial, API, uh, farmers or uh, Genesis that type of win. Yep. You know? players something that's obviously a signature win. He, yeah he needs a he needs a big win a real win with a real field a real deep field that uh one of these important places to win in golf you just can't be winning the fucking puerto rico open with the talent that he has going um, down the list i mean there was no i mean he's the option i mean yeah can't lay an x of the other two guys in the top 10 that don't have majors um those are definitely good candidates right but i, I just chose vic because i like him better I chose him because one, I like him better, but I also chose him because I think the course is set up for him pretty well this year. Um, Southern Hills in Oklahoma, where he went to school, he's definitely has some familiarity with that course. I think he could uh, definitely challenge to win there. Um, and it's, it gets pretty windy there. He's a good wind player because in Oklahoma, he played a lot, he played a lot of golf in the wind. I think just that course overall is going to set up very well for him. Yep. Uh, and then I think, and I always like, Actually, I'm going to save this one because this is our next major predictions. Okay. Um, so let's let's go right into the major pred- predictions. Um, start with the Masters. Who do you got? All right. So I had a tough time with the Masters at this point. I, I don't really know who's going to win at this point. I, I feel like whoever is playing the best in late March between Rom, DJ Brooks, JT, Spieth, Rory is going to win. Yeah. I, Whoever's playing the best in late March I, out of those those guys, I feel like it's gonna win. You could throw Cantley in that too. Get gun to your head, you gotta pick one. Spieth. Pick obviously will change. Spieth. Spieth, okay. Um uh, yeah, Spieth. No, gun to my head. I can't go wrong with Rom. Okay. I'd I say get, Rom and Spieth are definitely the two favorites, though. I like it. I I chose Vic for the Masters. Um I know younger guys typically don't win. He's played it twice, three times, if you include as an amateur when he was a top amateur. He likes the course. I think he was 21st two years ago, um, or 32nd and 21st. I think he's playing better there. I think the skills, it's just perfect for his skill set. I just like his ability to to attack this course. Um, Would it be breaking some trends if he won? Yeah. Is it typically the type of Masters winners we see? No, but... I get a feeling. I just think uh, that's his coming out party this year. Yeah, I don't know. Just does too much dumb shit. 
He does. Yeah, no, no denying that. I'm just, I just wanted to kind of go a little bit, a little bit bold with one of the predictions, and I think he's going to win a major this year. So I, I, everyone's going to say the PGA. So I'm saying Masters. Okay, I may have run down for a couple other ones. So, all right, PGA. All right, PGA. So I looked this up. Tiger was minus eight in 2007 when he won. Um, beat good old Woody Austin, who was minus six. And then uh, Goosen won the 2001 U.S. Open there. And then our guy Benny Ann won the 2009 U.S. Amateur there. So maybe there's a little Asian flair at the uh, at Southern Hills. They like that that hot heat. <laughs> Decky, baby. <There> <laughs> um, I wrote. JT Brooks, Ram, and Vic. Yeah. I've penciled JT in for this one for a while. I feel like it's his in his area. Um, I did too. I wrote JT. I, I can just see him reeling off a couple PGA majors. I can see him finishing with like three, four PGAs and no other majors. I agree with that. PGA <laughs> is definitely his, his, this, the major he's most well-suited for. Yeah. So that's why I have him there. I think Southern Hills is a good place for him. Um, yeah, I, I, that's who. That's why I have penciled in there. And then the Vic one makes a lot of sense with the Oklahoma ties, and I think everyone's going to be saying that. That's why I put Vic at Masters, and I'm saying JT PGA. Okay. U.S. Open, uh, Brookline, the Country Club, right in our backyard this year. I have a feeling, you know, we'll probably be there. Or I'm definitely going to be there. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on that week, so I'm excited about that. Um, who do you got for for Brookline? There's there's only three options. We know the three. <laughs> I know. DJ Brooks, Bryson. <laughs> yep, those are the three guys. <laughs> Northeast, right? That Northeast bent grass. Yep. These guys always compete in the Northeast at the, at the U.S. Open venues. DJ Brooks are the prime U.S. Open guys. I mean, Bryson obviously won a U.S. Open. Um, and he's one of you guys. So yeah, most got, got into my head. I'll choose Brooks. Yeah, I'm with you on that a lot. Those three guys are the like again the Northeast Poa guys. Bryson's won two Northern Trusts, um, two to go along with that U.S. Open narrative. He definitely is going to be a, a contender there. And Brooks and DJ. I mean, DJ. I think it's a big kind of a big year for him he really fell off the face of the earth after he was great for so long he didn't really have a good year last year he's getting older um so i think you know he, he needs he got that that master's win which is huge for him that second major which he desperately needed he still needs a couple more i think to cement his his legacy and i think this stage in his career he could definitely reel a couple of them off and brookline's a great chance for him uh i wrote my pick was brooks as well he was very close to the last, even when he wasn't playing well, he was close on majors. I think he's getting a lot more healthy now. I think he's going to have a good year, like you said. And I think Brookline is a, is a perfect spot for him. I'd love to get a 20 to bet. Um, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Um, okay. I can so also I, see Finau contending at, at that at this U.S. Open. could see it. I'm sure he... he uh, I feel like he's in... It's like a lesser version of those three guys. Yeah. I mean, we see the guys who hit it long and straight are the best suited to win U.S. Opens. Yeah. And then we got, and then we got uh, St. Andrews. My pick's DJ. Wow. I wrote three guys down, but my pick's DJ. 
had Rahm and Hovland down too. Why DJ? He was the 36 hole leader the year Louis won, and then he fell off the face of the earth in that round three. And I just, I don't know. I just think he's, I think the open could be his next, next major. And I feel like St. Andrews suits him well. He's come close a lot of times at the open. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, older guy, just, he, it, you can see it. He's getting long in the tooth. He's like 36, 37 now. Like that's when some of these opens are won. I know Morikawa beat that trend, but that'd be great for him winning at kind of the, the birthplace of golf. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Um, I wrote Rom. I know kind of a cop out. I just think he's so hard to beat, especially in Europe. Um, you know, when it gets coastal, when it gets windy, he's just so tough to beat. He hits it long and straight. Uh, Bombers, I know Louis isn't a bomber, but Bombers have, have played pretty well at St. Andrews. Um, and I can just see it. I just think, I think British Open, he is the chance to win four or five British Opens in his career. Yep. I mean, if I could pick a major for Rom to win this year, it'd be the Open. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it, it is kind of a cop-out choice, but I love him there. If, if I hope he struggles at some point during the season so I could fire on him at 14 plus to win there yeah um all right so that that this is a good time to get into future bets what have we actually bet so far in terms of majors yes i went through this i haven't bet that much um i have three masters bets i'm not sure i like them all well i like this first one brooks at 20 to 1 on the masters um he's, he's obviously had success there second to tiger he's a he was in top five, I believe, when DJ won. Um, then I have a couple of long shots. Scott, 80 to 1, which is just – he's just always on my card at the Masters every year. And Ricky Fowler at 80 to 1, so I'm hoping he plays a little better uh, this spring. Um, and maybe he'll be like 40 to 1 come uh, come uh, Masters week. Yes, similar. I also bet that Brooks 20. I think it's a good number. I think by the time that comes around – um, it might be looking really, really good, depending how he starts the year. Um, but he, if he contends once, you know, the books are so quick to take those numbers away for Brooks. If he contends once prior to that, he's 12 to 1. Um, because he doesn't typically, besides at Phoenix, he doesn't typically play well on the West Coast. So we might not see him play well until the Florida swing. Which, yeah, I mean, but he could play great in the Florida swing. Right. Um, so I have that at 20 and then like you, I have, I have Scott at 80, um, always contend. Well, not always contends, but he's always, uh, always has a chance there because he has the course knowledge. He's won there. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty good year. And then Sergio, I bet at 80 to one also, um, he's missed the cut every year since his master's win. I know he probably sold his soul. Um, took one inch off that little cock. Now there's nothing left part of the deal with the devil, but I don't know. I think 80 to one on a guy who's one, you see a lot of two time winners there and you see a lot of older guys win there. So, uh, and he's been playing great. I mean, he's been playing absolutely phenomenally for the past end of last year. So I think there's no reason to think he can't, con- if he's in contention, he can't win again. Could he miss the cut? Probably. I think 80 is a good number for him though. I don't hate that. So many guys have won twice and it's usually in the twilight of the career. So, so why not? Um, he's a better chance of winning the Masters than Sam Burns does. Quote me on that, everybody. I agree with you there. 
I think I don't know if a lot of people would though. <laughs> uh, U.S. Open. Only bet I've made is Scott eighty to one. Um, he's had some success in the Northeast. I mean, just whatever. I am, I'm a huge Adam Scott fan. Um, if he wanted to have sex with me, I'd probably fuck him. So, whatever. <laughs> Same. Um, I don't know. You have any U.S. Open bets? I think I have the Scott eighty as well. Okay, and then the Open. I don't have any PGA bets at this point. Same. I was looking hard this morning at some PGA numbers. Rory fourteen to one at the PGA. Looked all right. Brooks eighteen to one at the PGA. Very good. And then I saw Cantlay at twenty eight to one. I feel like that's a good number when when I see like X at twenty to one. He is just a good chance. I don't think he's going to win, but he is just a good chance. X um, just seems like value there. I agree. I don't know if I want to bet him in Bermuda, but yeah. Um, and then the open, we've both made one bet <laughs> and it's on Tiger 50 to one. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 50 to one for Tiger at St. Andrews. I think uh, he, by that time, it's a, it's far away. He has a lot more time to recover. Like you said, it's flat, can probably walk it well. Old guys can win that. And sometimes life feels rigged. And uh, such a story. And life, life would be rigged if that happened. It would be unbelievable. Yeah, his first comeback, he wins the Masters. Second comeback, he wins St. Andrews. It's worth Two, two it's greatest worth courses in the world. <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred bucks on that, it's worth it. Yeah, whatever. Um. And then I, at the open, I was looking, I'm looking hard at DJ at 16 to one. I think that's a good number. He, he wins once. I mean, when DJ wins, he went, he rails him off. He wins once or twice. He's like eight to one. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with Cantley. I saw a 33 to one at the open. I mean, it's the, just feels like value when X is 20 at both. And I saw Rory at 14 to one at the open. And little prick, 25 to one. So considering those, I don't know if I'd bet. I'm going to bet any of them. DJ considering hard. We always talk about the open is the one major where num- where prices seem to drift the closer mm-hmm. you get to it. So that's one that I don't want to pull too quickly on because by the time that comes, you see like elites at 20 and everything just kind of drifts there. So I think that's just some advice. What about that for 16? That's good. It's definitely good. Um I know you see him winning there. I don't. Yeah, it's hard for me to envision right now. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's just tough to pull it to, to handcuff yourself to that so early. I hear you. yeah, I hear you completely. Okay, did it out of Augusta though? Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I <laughs> that was awesome. I don't think I've ever had a future, a major future that wins. To be honest with you, so we'll see. Um. All right, so now we got guy a bold predictions. Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah. All right, so these are bold predictions. Not necessarily. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen. So, Justin Rose becomes a top player, top ten player in the world again. I like that one. I had him as uh, something later on the line, so I think uh, I can definitely see it. I I agree with that bold prediction. Okay, I'll let you go next. Eight, All right. Three. My, here's mine. And this is going to be a controversial one. Scotty Shuffler and Sam Burns 
combined for zero wins in 2022. Well, Scotty hasn't won, but Burns is reeling him off. He Shoving is it I up think, your ass. <laughs> no, I just think he's due for a, a little bit of a letdown. Everyone, everyone's very quick to try to put him in this next tier of guy. Um, he's he has a he has some good. I don't know. He has his win is all right. It's just let's see him do it this in this full season. I just think a lot of times you think guys are going there and then they regress a little bit. I just don't think he's a uh, top level player. I know a lot of people do. Scheffler hasn't won. That's going to continue. So I think, and I think you got to be more worried about Scheffler there. I can definitely see Burns not winning. Um, winning's hard, obviously, but I think Scheffler's something's coming. I think they combined for zero wins. Okay. All right. Um, my number two Brooks Kapka or Rory McElroy become world number one. Huh. I can see that. Can you? I'm going to give it up. You got more cow to deal with, too. They'd have it, to have big seasons. It would be tough. But, I mean, if anyone can do it, it's obviously them. And a lot of times you think, like, we look in a year prior to this year, we, you know, we think, like, these top guys shuffle so much. And, and there's always a point in time when you think they can never fall back because yeah. they're so good. DJ it happened with. Like, he's never going to come down to earth. Same thing for Rom. So that happens. These guys can shuffle and change their orders completely. I would, it wouldn't surprise me all that much. Yeah. What are we getting out of Morikawa this year? That's, you know, one of my bold predictions is going to be, I didn't know how to phrase it, but I think we could see him come down to earth a bit. Really? I, we could see it. I, it's just one of those what things. Is, what is down to earth with him? Uh, no big wins. No big wins? No majors or, let's say, the big five outside of majors. Well, if he wins a major, he's, in, he's just in another category in itself. Yeah. So he, he Three no majors in first 12 starts? Yeah. That's, he only played eight majors. He won two. <laughs> it's only Tiger who's done better than him so far. Yeah. I will point out he's a lot older than Tiger was when Tiger came on the scene. Right. But yeah, I think he has a down. I think he could have a down year just because that's golf, man. You think it's going to go a certain way and it always goes the other way. Unless you're Tiger Woods. Yep. So my turn to yours. Uh, that, was, that, second one? that was my second one. Yeah. More cow, no big wins. 2022. Okay. Uh, number three for me. Your guy, Harry Higgs, wins a golf tournament. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like it. Um, he could definitely win. He's been on tour a couple years, a couple cont- contentions. He can win. Yeah, I could see it happening in maybe Florida or Texas, something like that. Yeah, right? Texas swing. Yeah, I like Guys that. Guys like KH Lee went in there and shit. I mean, come on. Harry Higgs can win. Yeah, he could win. He could win. Um, yeah, th- those are the only two that I had written down. Okay, that's all I had. Okay, so those are the, those are the bold. Uh, you know, all the Burns lovers are going to come after me, Burns and Scheffler. <laughs> I know people want to debate that uh, they're better players than Hovland, which to me is just insane. Scotty let us down, man. Scotty let us down. He did. Yeah, the one time we friggin' back him, I forgot about that. Swing season, I just forget it even exists. Um, okay, what do we get next? 
okay, guy who falls off the face of the earth, 2022. I mean, there's a couple, couple uh, easy candidates here, but obviously it's Harry English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People thinking like this Harry English is just a top 10 guy in the world now. Do you guys remember the 10 years prior? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this was the anomaly. <laughs> yeah, this is the anomaly. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. And then the other uh, candidate is obviously Kokrak. I mean, guy won three times last year. Yeah. And then he almost, yeah, yeah. Jeez. He, he had a great year. I know it's funny. You, you said the English thing a, a couple months ago, and then I agreed with you, and then I bet him after that. But I, he said he's never going to win again for the season, and I agree. He's not going to win this season either. Um, but I don't count swing season as that type of shit. You just kind of bet who you fucking yeah, are feeling. Exactly. Um, but no, I agree. English is probably going to fall off. The two guys I chose were lesser guys. Um, first one I chose was Taylor Gooch. Um, he won. It's ball striking, man. It's pretty good. It's great. It's great. But, you know, these these type of guys can either go two ways. One, they be, become like a solid player for the you know for their, their career. But a lot of times you see these guys win who haven't really won before. I mean, he's like 28 years old. He's not fucking 23, contrary to what most people think for some reason, like a young up and comer. Um, I think he's just kind of like a journeyman guy and he's going to he, he got that win. And those guys usually don't win more than once or twice in their career. And I think he's one of those guys. I don't think he's an up and comer who's going to start contending and, and having a great year. I think he's the latter. I think he's the guy who got his win. Uh, he's an okay player, but he's just going to be one of those guys you randomly see on leaderboards once in a while, and he's, he's not going to ele- ever elevate his career to that next step. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree. I just think his ball striking is pretty good. There, are, I don't think he's going to win, but he's going to be – you'll see him reel off top tens. Yeah. No, he plays a lot of places well. He, um, Memorial, he plays well, stuff like that. Um, he's just not a winner. That's what I feel like. He's not a winner. And the other guy is kind of a similar thing. Um, a, a lot of people are pegging him as a guy who might take that next step. Me, Matt McNeely, not going to win Dick. No, oh, clearly not going to win Dick. But, I mean, he never hasn't won Dick, so I don't know if he's really fallen off, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that counts as fall off the face of the earth, but I just think he's a, he's a scrub. And uh, he's going to be a scrub, and that's all he's going to be. So don't pick him as your breakout guy, any shit like that. He's a scrub. That's who he is. I mean, he relies on the putter way too much. So, oh, I have one. I have one big one. I mean, is it Burns? <laughs> no, no, no. He's. I don't think he sucks. I just Spieth. Spieth, huh? He's back to sucking. He sucks again. What if he gets hot? He won't. He sucks. <laughs> then what, what? What did we witness for four or five months last year? Just torturing me. Yeah, it was a resurgence. It was just a little resurgence. In in the grand scheme of things, he really didn't do anything. He won, won the Valero. <laughs> won the, that, that's what he did in the end. I mean, no, no, he came in second at the Masters in the Open. That was good. I just think that's it. I just think you know we when we when Spieth started sucking four or five years ago, I don't think anyone ever said, "Oh man, this guy can never win the Valero again." <laughs> and so that's fine he won the Valero that's really what he did he had some good major finishes which is great but for him being back he needs to win majors and win big events and he didn't win anything he had chances to and he didn't to me like he was what playing a out fucking of the- cocksucker at the colonial what a piece of shit yeah that one was one time fun. I jump all over him at fucking 10 to 1 Just that was a great bet too dog. 
It was a great bet. It was a great bet. And I, so for him, him being back is winning these things. And I think it's not like he was so close. He's eventually going to win. For me, it's like that was his chance to get back. And he kind of blew those opportunities when he had chances. And uh, last year was his year to get back on top. And he didn't. And I think it's going to affect him mentally. You know, he's a mental midget. I just, I think uh, he's, he could be an okay player, but his days of being elite are over again. That's cool by me. Cool <laughs> by me. <laughs> um, I'm sure, I mean, one or more of these is probably going to be wrong. And I'm sure we're probably going to get some screen records of these, but that's all right. Next one was, uh, who's this year's Stewie Sink? Yeah, the Stewie Sink Award. Does Justin Rose count? Because that'd be my pick. I don't know if he's old enough, but. That's who I wrote. I didn't really have many for this. This is a guy who who kind of fell off because they're old and they're going to have a little resurgence of a year. And I also put your boy down, Henrik. Oh, that'd be awesome. We also got to talk about Carl. Carl Fox. Carl Stenson. What a legend. I Dude. can't believe Henrik named his kid Carl. That's a fucking great name. It's <laughs> a great name. That kid Fox. Um. I would love to see Henrik be that guy this year. Oh my god, it would make my it would make my year complete. Maybe compete at API, maybe St. Andrews. Yeah, it'd be nice. I don't know though. I just don't know if he cares. Didn't he start to play well at the end of the year? I guess. Like he had a couple good European finishes and then and then he sucked. He was horrible at the Hero World Challenge. He was like dead last. Yeah. When he won that last year. I'd love to see it, but I just don't know if he cares anymore. I think he's right. He was playing. He was playing with Spieth at the Hero in the final <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah, two guys who suck. I, I'm Stenson's one of my favorite players of all time. Um, so I'd love to see it. I just think with him, it's just how much does he care? How much attention is he playing to his game when he's not? Is he grinding in the off season? No, he definitely isn't. Um, he's young enough to where he can do it, but we'll see. I'd love to see it. Yeah, and Rose, I. I I think he has a big year this year. Uh, he's still, it's 43, I think. Um, so he's not quite Stewie Sink, but I think he could win a, something big. What about Stewie Sink? No. Thought he looked good the other day. <laughs> no, he looks, he's, he definitely looks good. I think it's just time for him. And the, the guy who is definitely not having a resurgence, I'll say this real quick, is Lee Westwood. Um, <laughs> it's time to take an old Lassie out back and put a bullet in him because it, <laughs> it's over for him. So I, I said this at the open. I liked him to win the open. And then I said, if he doesn't even contend here, it's over. So it's over for, for him. He's not going to be the guy you see. Where was he contending at the players and API and all these other things? Like, no. You know, what I almost wrote down was Patty. I could but see then that. I, then I realized he's, he's going to be playing on the champions tour. Oh yeah. He's you know, 50. <laughs> He's probably going to win a bunch of times on the Champions Tour, though. Probably. You know who I almost wrote down was VJ. Yeah, VJ. And then I realized it had no chance of happening. (laughs) But I would love it. I I, I turned into my head to to being like, what guy would be awesome to see randomly compete on tour? And VJ would definitely want him. He can barely fucking walk, though. Yeah. (laughs) He's a legend, though. People got to look up VJ's stats. Respect, Respect VJ, man. Seriously, there's not enough respect pay, uh, paid to VJ and his his legacy. I mean, he was better fucking... than all these guys. Yeah, n- no one would, and no one would guess it. No one, a lot, 
many people wouldn't guess it. I mean, these, especially these new guys new on the golf scene don't really know what VJ was all about back in the day. I mean, if anyone in the world could contend with Tiger Woods, it's VJ Singh. I think the guy won 20 times in his forties. Yeah. And, and Tiger wasn't letting anybody win. And VJ, <laughs> VJ was the only guy coming out with trophies in that VJ era. VJ took world number one from him too. Yeah. So VJ and his son, Cass. <laughs> I'd like to see Cass uh, play well, but I don't know what his deal is really. All uh, right. So, all right. Uh, we're getting towards the end here. Who ends the year at uh, world number one? Rom. Yep. Cop out. I chose Rom too. Um, I think he's hard not to. I mean, it's top 10 in every event. So, I mean, it's going to be really hard for him not. Well, I guess Morikawa was close to him, but Brown's more consistent, obviously. Okay. And I guess we'll just mix this with the next one uh, player of the year. I said, uh, well, I wrote two guys down, got to my head. I'm saying Brooks. I like I it. Brooks and Rory down. I like the Brooks pick. Um, Rory is always a safe pick because, you know, the media wants to suck him off mm-hmm. and he'll win even if he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and that's why I wrote Ron down because it's almost like they owe him one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. That was fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, garbage. Like they, they know they owe Ron one and he has a chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to want to win it. So I think that's why he's going to stay at world number one for a I long time. I forgot about that. What a, that was that. That one, that one pissed me off almost as much as Rory beating Brooks that one year. That was garbage. Yeah, that was bullshit. Um, they took, yeah, they took away his fucking Rom beats beats him stroke play wise in the hit and giggle tour championship, and then can't one of Cantlay's wins was only because Rom got that fake disease COVID. Asymptomatic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was bullshit. So Rom has a chip on his shoulder, and if it's anywhere close, they're gonna give it to him. In yeah, my I didn't opinion. think of that. So that's what I got. Um, okay, we have two things left, and one is just one random question that we got from a listener. But here we go, uh, young breakout player. All right, does uh, did you consider Wolf and Neiman? Have they already broken out? Yes. Okay. Um, I guess my number one would be Aaron Wise. Okay. Um, I just think he started to play really well at the end of the year. Uh, he's back putting with uh, a broomstick, and his putting improved greatly um, in the second half of the season last year, and that's his main bugaboo. So, uh, TD Green, he, he's really, really good, and he's still very, very young. He won early in his career, but I think he's still only 23, maybe 24. Um, he was a stud college player, so I think he's going to have a breakout season. Wrote okay. down a couple other guys. Uh, I don't know if this guy's even playing the PGA Tour, but Minwoo Lee, um, Mido, obviously. I don't know if, yeah, he, I guess he hasn't won, so he'd be a breakout. Uh, and then a couple uh, Corn Ferry guys, Grayson Sig, Alex Smalley, Tigala. Yep. And, and Aaron Rye. Um, all right. So for me, did you did you say Veerman? I did not because I like with Min Lee, I have, I have no idea. Is he playing the PGA Tour? I don't know. I need more clarity on that. I don't know if he's gone or not, but um, I didn't think of him to be honest till you texted me today. But when you asked me that question, and I but I agree. I just think 
pedigree wise and style of play. He has like a very uh, PGA Tour style of play. Swings great. Uh, nice tall it. drink of water. Yeah. So I agree with you there. If he gets a chance to play, I think he'll be good. Um, the guy I said was Sahith Tagala because he earned his tour card. We, you know, so he's a guy who, who's going to be playing 20, 30 events. Yep. So that's kind of why I chose him. He's old enough now to where he's kind of um, past that stage of where he's too young to win. He was the college player of the year in uh, uh, 2020. So he's kind of developed since then. He's sniffed a little bit. I know he had a, I think he was a 36 hole leader at the Sanderson Farms last month. So I think this is kind of, he's ready now to take that next step. He's following the trajectory that a lot of the guys do. Not everybody's more Kyle Wolf. Some of these guys take seasoning. And he won that Haskins award, which is a lot of very, very good players have won that. So I think it's a little underrated how good he actually is and how good he was in college. Uh, he pipes it. His accuracy is something that he needs to work on. He needs to put the ball in play, but he hits it pretty far. And I think he might mix in a win and we might see him pop up on some big events this year. Yep, like Tigala. And then the other guy I wrote down was Austin Eckrote. Um, I don't he, know much about him. He earned this. So he's <clears> going to be playing mostly in the Corn Ferry. That's the reason why I didn't include him, but he will get some exemptions in PGA Tour starts. He was a freshman on that Oklahoma State team when um, Wolf and Morikawa and Hovland were – not Morikawa, Wolf and Hovland were on it, um, and they, they were really good. He was a freshman and got a lot of time. He, he was actually playing a lot of matches as a freshman on a national championship team. So he was, he was very good. Um, he had some good finishes last year. He got five or six starts with exemptions. I don't know if he's ready to actually make that big step. Like I think Tigala is going to, but uh, talent wise, I think he's going to be my, maybe the next one on the scene. Like it. Uh, all right. And the last question that we have, there's a listener question. And um, I love it. Is Matt Wolf too sad to win? <laughs> all right i'm gonna say no i think he has a big year but there's a big but here from what everyone tells me the mentals can just hit at any point you never know when you're gonna get sad <laughs> from this disease i know the mentals they just hit at any point These i mean sometimes health. you sometimes you get you get the mentals and you withdraw from a gymnastic events in the olympics you know <laughs> And then you win athlete of the year. Yeah, and then you... you win time magazine athlete of the year. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so there's a big, there's a big if there, big, but if the mentals hit, he's, he's going to be sad again and he won't be able to win. But if they don't hit, he has the talent to win multiple times this year. Okay. I, I'm going to disagree that he's going to win, but I'm going to use the same reasoning. He, he has a case of the sads. He could be, <laughs> he could be in the lead with a five shot lead and all of a sudden, boom, the sads hit him and uh, you know, those mental health guys, they, they just come out of nowhere and they always have a built-in excuse. He knows in the back of his head, if I start playing bad, I have a built-in excuse. And then that starts to fester and then the excuses come and, and then they, you know, and then they, and they can't win. So you know, we're not trying to make light of this type of stuff, but I just think it's professional sports and this is how you have to kind of, if I don't think he can win because of these mental issues that he has, that's how I feel. He was close. Yeah, then he got a case of the sads. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to win. I, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's hard not to, it's hard to trust these guys who has the, the, these problems. And I, 
again, we're not trying to make light of it here, but this is this this is also a comedy show, and we're fucking around. But he's a bitch. He is a bitch, but that's not going to prevent me from betting him at fifty to one. No, 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 no. Absolutely true. Um, he does. He's a bitch, and he's has these issues. But I, he does have win equity to where if he spikes, he's playing better than he can beat anybody. Yeah. So that's he's, why he's still worth taking a chance on if he's a fifty or forty to one. And he's, he's like better version of Cam Champ. Yeah, he is more consistent Cam Champ, I guess. That Cam Champ. I think they both have the same amount of win equity when you get down to it. Right, they'll probably have the same amount of wins in their careers. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, great stuff. So we'll, we'll, we're looking forward to being back. Is next week's tournament of champions? Yep. So we'll be back next Monday. Wow. Uh, right. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that event, but I'm glad that we're back. So it really is going to start in a couple weeks with Sony, which at least is a full field and everything. Yep. January 6th, Thursday, January 6th, the off at, uh, in Hawaii. A little right. night golf. Yeah, not bad. Um, all right. So we're back uh, again. The interactions in our last tweet were, were great when talking about this show. I mean, when things get a little stagnant for us, the interactions and the likes and the retweets and all that stuff, keep us going. I mean, we got a little slow towards the end of the year because you guys got a little slow on us. You know, we do this for, you know, we obviously this, we do this because it's kind of a, a passion project for us. It's not really, we don't get paid for it. None of that shit. So if you guys disengage, it's easy for us to disengage. So let's uh, stay with it. All right, let's go. Big 2022. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.